Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Gym Aware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the Gym Aware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content it provides, be sure to hop over and check out the community. The community is an exclusive members website that is just an extension of what we do here in July at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar. What it is, is a combination of video lectures, a coach's corner with your Monday morning take-home information, and a forum where you can talk about anything and everything related to the field of strength and conditioning. In the community, you'll find content added each month from some of the top practitioners in the world, ranging from PhDs to high-level coaches, bringing you exactly what they're doing with their athletes or their research at the present moment. On top of that, an additional discussion by coaches bringing you that Monday morning information, things that you can add to your training program right away. Tying that in with the opportunity to discuss with coaches around the world in the forum on anything and everything from the topics addressed in these presentations to whatever you're seeing in your daily life as a coach. If this sounds like the right thing for you and your staff, go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and try it out for 48 hours for just a dollar. If you like it, you're signed up, ready to roll, and you're jumping into all the great content added each month. If not, feel free to go ahead and cancel at any time. No questions asked. We're really excited about what we're building in the community and hope you are too. Go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and check it out today. Hey, what's happening guys? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about the conditioning tests that we're using with our student athletes and Really, I think that this is an important time of the year to talk about it with the fall sports coming back on campus. And, um, I mean, even if you're outside of America, a lot of European basketball teams are starting to report and come back with their teams. So looking at these evaluations and kind of discussing what people are doing, I think, is really important. Um, I think the first thing that we need to talk about is what the goal is of a test, right? I think all too often... When we're looking at these evaluations and these um, these these conditioning tests, whatever it is, and I don't want to get into like whether you should use 300-yard shuttles for football or not, or the relevance of the beat test versus the intermittent recovery test. Like, I'm not getting into all that. To be totally honest, I don't really care. Um, but what I do want to get into is like what purpose we're using these tests for, and, and I think that there's really two. I think the first one is probably the most important, at least in my mind, and that is the necessity of having these tests in order to evaluate our training process and how we are going to continue to progress these athletes forward. You know, you see a lot of people that put together really fancy like spider graphs or whatever 
you know, and it's like these pentagons, and it shows like where you are in your Zen score versus the rest of the team in a bunch of different categories, and and these evaluations are typically one of those categories. So we can look at whether you are one of the better conditioned athletes or the worst conditioned athletes and where you need to fit and all those things. But I think even more as a, as a broader spectrum or as a simpler look at it, are you performing better on these tests? You know, like if you, if you were a 10.2 on the beep test, are you now a 10.3? If you're just running a mile, are you a six minute miler to a 558er? You know, are what you're doing, are, are you getting better? Are you in better shape based on the evaluation that you're using? Now we can, again, go back and we can argue about what tests need to be run for what sport, bioenergetic demands and all this, that, and the other thing. Don't want, don't want it, don't care. Not important to this talk. What is important is to be able to look at the evaluation that you're using and making sure that the athletes that you're working with are improving on those evaluations because if it's important to test it, damn well better get better at it, right? Otherwise, what are you testing it for? Which brings me to number two. And the one that I want to talk about a little longer, and that is a pass-fail conditioning test. Good and bad to it. Okay, The good is I think that there is something to be said for everyone who's gone through a program to have passed the test. Kind of that rite of passage, if you may. Like, you have to have done this in order to prepare, uh, to be prepared, or for us to determine that you were prepared to be involved with this team. Problems with it. It doesn't give you any information, first and foremost, right? All you're doing is looking and you're saying, did they check this box or no? And then, on top of that, what, what I don't like is that you're now hamstrung without direction as to what needs to be done to better prepare that student athlete or that athlete for this evaluation, right? And now we're looking at it in a sense of like, okay, so depending on what the test is, if you didn't pass it, one, what are the consequences going to be? Because I've seen both situations where you don't practice until you pass the test or you just run the test and hopefully you pass it. But whether you pass or you don't, doesn't matter. You're still going to practice. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then there's if you don't pass, well, now how is And you're going to be held out of practice until you do pass. Well, how do you make sure that this kid's able to pass at some point? Because at some point they need to play the sport. So that's kind of hamstringing in and of itself because you don't know. I mean, maybe you know. But you don't have as good of an idea as to how to prepare for the test other than breaking down those small parts and basically running the test for a lot of these specific tests that are just like you're going to run X number of 200s, X number of 100s, X number of 50s with Y break and you're going to do it basically constantly without stopping. You know, we're, we're, we're not looking at anything in particular there. We're just looking at a bunch of arbitrary, arbitrary runs in which now you need to make these specific times and follow the correct patterns that they're going in in order to show us that you're ready to go. Again, I feel like tests like that are extremely important and extremely 
powerful when it comes to the culture of your team, right? When you're talking about the rite of passage and being able to do things. But if there's no accountability held to the test and there's no assistance, if assistance is the right word, to make sure that these kids are all able to pass it, or if there's some form of mental block that doesn't allow these kids to pass it, you know, there's just, especially with this generation, there seems to be more and more test anxiety than when we were kids. I mean, maybe we just didn't give a shit about school. and These kids really do a lot more now. I don't know if that's the answer or not, but they seem to really have more of more anxiety when it comes to these evaluations, you know, but it's also just to pass fail. It's not like, all right, well, you ran a six minute mile, see if we can, you know, cut a second off each one of those laps to set a PR, you know, like where you're going with the other ones. So I guess that's just my thoughts for today and my questions for the, the process when you're looking at how you're evaluating your teams. And again, I know a lot of this is out of our hands. A lot of this is going to be more sport coach dictated, but let's make sure as a, as we move forward that we find better ways to evaluate and we can get into the specificity realms and all that on another talk, but let's make sure we're, we're giving ourselves a better way to evaluate what we're doing and making sure that we are providing better for the kids because a lot of these just pass fail tests. I don't really think, cut it when it comes to that. So what numbers are we getting? What does it show us? How does it show us whether we're training them right or not to be better at what we need them to be? And how is this going to drive us forward better for the athletes that we work with? I think of the questions we need to look at a little bit more when it comes to how we evaluate. As always, guys, thanks for taking the time to listen. Appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. See you then.